Count money, man. Money, Stack man. riches. Try, try and told, try and told him I'm a beast, bud. What's up, gang? Welcome to the Grindcast. Simon Arias here. Get ready. It's a new day. What's up, gang? Welcome to another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day. Six things to avoid growing a business. Six things to avoid growing a business. Okay? So I'm going to start out first with negative people. Number one, negative people. So audit your circle. Audit your personal life. Look at who you're hanging around. Family members, friends, anybody can get it. That's got to be the mindset. If you want to win, you 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 can't. It's like I'm not going to be around negative people. So if we're blood, it is what it is. If we're friends, we grew up together, it is what it is. You can't be around negativity. Whatever you can control, if you can control it. If you can't control it, you got to ride it out till you can control it. But if you can control it, don't roll with people that are be constantly speaking negativity being negative, doing negative things, thinking negative, saying negative stuff all the time, those people are going are, are gonna to drain you. And so when you're building a business, growing a business especially, it's different maybe down the road when you're established because building a business is hard. Like I, it just kills me sometimes when, 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 when people, you know, just quit so easily things because if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. That's what you got to understand. Nothing that is worth having in works is easy. If they're giving out black belts after a year somewhere, that like, the shit don't work. You know what I mean? Like, the things that really work take years and years and years and years to master. It takes time to, to, to do things. And so when you're building a business, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of grind. It's a lot of setback. It's, it's, it, there's, there's a lot of stress. There's things that, but it's great. You got to embrace and, and, and love the process. Like right now, my wife and I just had uh, another baby boy, about three weeks old, about to be a month old. In that process is some stuff that sucks, period. And as a parent, you say, oh, this is great. This is beautiful. Man, let's keep it real. I'm watching it. I know the struggle. We love having children. We may have more. We, keep, we love having kids. But there's some things when they wake up every two hours, that ain't great. If their stomach is upset all the time and they're colicky, that ain't, that ain't great. During breastfeeding for women, they can, that, that's a grind. Pregnancy the whole way up, that's a, that's a grind. Putting on a bunch of weight, trying to take it off. There, there are just a bunch of things in the process. And I got friends of mine that love kids and they're like, man, if I didn't have to get pregnant, I would keep having more kids. I'm like, man, I feel you. I mean, even though I'm not the one that goes through it, just watching it and be a part of it, like, yeah, if I, if I didn't have to get pregnant, if we didn't have to get pregnant, I'd just hit the button another couple times. Well, in business, you got to get pregnant with success. It's a pain. You go through a process. Last thing you could do is be around a bunch of negative people in the process of the grind. Second thing is excuses. You got to avoid excuses. See, excuses are like tempting because they, they could be decorated that you, you ever hear lies the best form of lies are wrapped in a little bit of truth you ever hear that like the best lies are wrapped in a little bit of truth and so excuses are like that excuses are mostly lies that's a lie and, and, and the better your excuses are the more they're wrapped in a little bit of truth 
oh, I couldn't, my, you know, I, you don't even understand. I just got my parents to take care of or the baby was up all night or, you know, I got stuck in traffic. It's like all of those are, could be true things. Make some sense. But if you want to be great, you cannot have excuses. Period. Like, I watched Patrick Mahomes play playoff games with a jacked up foot and a, a concussion and all t- types of other stuff. He had a complete normal reason to say, going to sit this one out, fellas. Toes jacked up, can't even walk. Just busted my head last week. I'm going to sit this one out. If you choose to be the NFL MVP, if you choose it to 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 want to make a half a billion in a contract over 10 years, if you want the greatness, you got to take the pressure. If you want the things that come with being the goat, if you want to be heavy as the head that carries the crown. If you want the crown, you got to be able to carry that. Which means you can't operate like everybody else can operate. Other people can make excuses. Normal people can make excuses. Average people can make excuses. But you, if you want greatness, you cannot make excuses. It sucks. You can't be normal anymore. If you choose to be abnormal, you can't keep flirting with normal. You either want to be great or you don't. So cut the excuses. Third thing, spending the profits. I'm going to have a whole separate segment on the grindcast about don't spend the re-up money but briefly i'll touch on don't spend all the profits in your business whether you're a individual trying to grow a business or you got 10 15 20 people or 100 people in in in, in the in growing your business you start to receive profits when you do better and you do more business, but typically to get to the next level, you got to you, you gotta invest some of that money, a big chunk of that money to go to the next level and then go to that level and you invest another chunk of money and, and, and you go to the next level. And so you can't spend all the profits and you need some, some money set aside for a rainy day. So you need to have a savings account stacked up. That takes pressure off you as you grow. Pressure's, pressure off you as you build. Allows you to operate under more calm, less pressure because you didn't spend all the money and you got some money set aside. So if you get a flat tire, you ain't tripping. If you got to take a week off, it's okay. If you got to go on a vacation for a week and get some sun, it's all right. It's not check to check, check to check constantly because you're spending all the profits. So live below your means Invest into your business, stack some dough on the side, don't spend all the profits. You got to force yourself to live below your means at first. And I love, you know, when Cardone and these guys, I hear them say, well, screw that, live below your means, just make more money and keep that lifestyle you want and go make the money. I agree with it, but until that happens, don't spend all the profits. Fourth thing, you got to avoid chasing two rabbits. Now, if you watch me operate now, this may sound contradicting, but let me explain. So there's an old Chinese proverb out that that says the man that chases two rabbits at the same time catches none. So 
you know, there's a couple stars out there in the world, you know, that we remember in, in, in USA history that were great athletes that they played NFL and MLB, you know, Bo Jackson and Deion Sanders. And, you know, there's been a couple people out there that have played at the highest levels in two different sports, but there's not that many. And usually when they played two different sports, they ended up not being that damn good at one of them. So the all these people are good athletes, though. But they focused on one, and they caught that sucker. So instead of playing all three of these things in college, they focused on one, and then they go to the NBA, or they, then they go to the NFL, and they make millions. And then they can chase more rabbits because they caught the big rabbit. And so I think as young people, they start hearing people talking about, oh, you got to have 45,000 streams of income, or you got to have five streams of income, or whatever. I think, in my experience, you need to have one stream of income. One big fat stream of income first that you catch, a.k.a. one rabbit. And then once you got that, you could start to have and create some other income streams around you. But you know you got this rabbit, this cash cow, this cash cow. And the more connected the, those things are to your main business, the better it's going to be for you. That may be too much for you right now. But if you listen to this down the road, you'll see how much sense that one just made. But my suggestion is when you're starting and growing a business, don't chase a bunch of different rabbits because you may think that you like if you you know, if you make 5000 over here, but you lose 10000 over here, you lost money, right? Some people, they start adding on these income streams, but it makes their main business go down. You ever hear people say, keep the main thing, the main thing. It, 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 it makes their main business go down. That really brings in the, 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 the big money. But they got these other streams of income, so they did what so-and-so told them to do, and they did what this next speaker told them to do, and so now they feel accomplished because they got multiple incomes over here streams, but they went up by 7000 over here, and they went down by 10000 over here, so they spent all this time, and they lost $3,000. Only at the right time should you branch those things off, and in my opinion. I know, I know people that got one stream of income, and their one stream of income crushes people's 10 streams of incomes. So I wouldn't tie yourself to, to streams too much. I do like jumping into other businesses down the road and, and adding on some things. Absolutely. I, I like the rich dad, poor dad book and all, all of that stuff. But in the beginning of building your business, I think you got to build up a cash cow. Don't chase two rabbits. Number five, things to avoid growing your business, quitting too soon, quitting too soon. You heard it as a kid. Remember this one? Winners never quit and quitters never win. Hey, you with me? Did you forget that one? This still applies today to your grown ass. This still applies to you and me right now. Quitters never win. I've never seen somebody quit their way to the top. They interviewed and said, man, how did you win the second gold medal in the Olympics? How, how did you do that? Well, Betty, soon as things got hard, really got tough for me, I just said, I, I'm done here. I quit. That's how we won the Olympics and, and made all this money and changed the world because shit got hard and we just said, we're done. No, 
You never see interviews like that. You actually see the opposite. You see, oh, man, well, been through a bunch of adversity. We lost some people. I broke my leg, came back from rehab, and, and found a way to get it done. Or had this happen, had that happen, stayed calm under, under pressure, under adversity, overcame this obstacle, and look at where this person's at now, and now they won the Super Bowl. Or now they, like Andy Reid, lost his son. Coaching football, wasn't winning Super Bowls, somehow overcomes the loss of his son, and he not only bounces back, but he bounces back, and he, and he starts to win and, and continue to show up in Super Bowls. While everybody just forgot about that one. That causes most people to quit. Quitting too soon. You got to avoid. You're going to go through things. You're going to go through setbacks. You're going to go through hurdles. You're going to go through obstacles. Understand there's a price that you got to pay. It's almost like there's an invisible force out in this world somewhere. That tests you. On what it is that you really want. Whether you want to be a pro fighter, a basketball player, a good wife, a good business person, a good sales, whatever your dream or vision is, it's like there's an invisible force out there that says, yeah, we're going to see how bad you really want it. Because you know there's about 2,000 other people that said yesterday they wanted to win the world title, right? So now I got to test you. And it's an invisible force and it just tests you. With all types of shit, adversities, setbacks, injuries, backstabbing, hard work, shit you don't deserve, illness, death, disloyalty, your own mindset, all types of things will cut all just shit happens. And then it's the person that keeps going, keeps believing, doesn't give up, doesn't give in, doesn't tap out. At some point, those people win. You got to break through. You got to break through, but you can't break through if you quit too soon. Number six, things to avoid growing your business, not getting advice every step of the way. Don't, don't reinvent the wheel unless you're reinventing the wheel. Like unless you're one of those, like me, I'm not inventing shit. You ain't going to see me invent. No, like, man, you see Simon created the new, you know, computer or uh, camera for social media like you know that's a lie you ain't never seen you if that happened you know I partnered with somebody that gave me that idea and came up with it and I'm just like smiling with you I ain't I what I know how to do is I'm taking the process I can take the game of football and win in the game of football and help a bunch of people in football make a bunch of money in football make a bunch of plays in football but I'm probably not going to create the game of football and so Unless you're the one that is going to reinvent the wheel and you come up with a new wheel or something like that, I think most of the time the best thing to do is to get advice every step of the way. Why do you think people have coaches? At what point to, do, do you see grown men and women, athletes, at what point do you start seeing them not have a coach? Even when I see people that have won the world title multiple times in MMA or boxing or, or something like that. Friends of mine, when they walk in to the cage, when they walk into the ring, they got people in their corner. They got somebody coaching them up. Michael Jordan had coaches. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant had coaches. Patrick Mahomes got coaches. Deion Sanders had coaches. 
Simon Arias had coaches, still has coaches, still seek out coaches. Why? Because there's people that are further ahead than me. And the only way for me to close that gap, the only way for me to learn is either to make my own mistakes or to learn from somebody else's. Which one do you think is more profitable? People's ego get in the way, and I tell people pride is expensive. I want to win. Pride is expensive. Your ego will cost your ass more money. If you seen how much money your ego was taking off you right now, you'd smack yourself. Your ego is robbing you of a shit ton of money right now, possibly if you know you're, you got like a little bit extra of an ego. Yeah, you might not be getting advice every step of the way like you should. I go back on my career and sometimes, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll tell you, man, really to connect with people, you need to talk about your failures. You need to talk about your setbacks, things that you messed up in. And, and, and I get the question all the time, you know, what, what do you, if you could go back and do anything again, what would you do in the business or what would you do different and why or whatever? And I'm like, man, I mean, other than, you know, I, I learned, I didn't make every sale and I learned from some of those and stuff like that. But like major decisions, I can't think of that many. Bad ones I made. Why? Not because I'm smart. We just went over that. But because I had coaches that were smart that were doing this a long time before me. So it allowed me to go undefeated a lot of times because I learned the game from them. If, if you want to be the best, what do you do? You seek out the best coaches in, what, in whatever it is that you want to do. You want to be the, a, a great boxer? Well, you got a good chance if you can find the best boxing coach. If you got somebody that is great in that area of, of where you're trying to be great. Can you imagine just somebody trying to be great at baseball and they're just like, well, I'm going to go out here and just swing a bat. I'm going to just hit this baseball and try to figure it out better than everybody else. Once in a while, somebody will make that happen, but usually not. So don't make the mistake of not getting advice every step of the way from people that are further than you, ahead than you, that you can learn off them. And when you get the opportunity to be in front of them, don't waste it. Take notes. Note takers are money makers. Note takers are money makers. In this world now, like in school, in high school and college, you get in severe trouble if you are a copycat. If there's somebody doing good and you look at her paper, or his paper, and you look over to the side and you mark down all the answers, you could get kicked out of school. People look at you bad. They're all mad at you. But in life here, there's people around you in what you're trying to be great at. They're around you and they're getting A's on their paper. They're the great smart kids in class. They're doing great. And you have a chance to copy off them and get the same grade for free and you don't even get in trouble. As a matter of fact, it's highly recommended that you cheat. I highly recommend that you cheat your way through class right now. And mark down the answers of the people or the smart kids that were in the class ahead of you. Remember as a kid, you had somebody that had class ahead of you. you they come out of class and like, here's the shit that was on the test. Well, there's people that are ahead of you already got A's. They, they already came out of that class. And you just going into class by yourself, getting a C, getting a D, and not even asking the people, not even trying to learn from the people that already got the damn answers. Why? Ego. Ego edging God out. Ego you don't want to ask. You don't want to take notes. You want to figure it out on your own. You're costing yourself a lot of time and money. So let's avoid those six things. Grow in your business. I'm going to keep reminding folks if there's any way that we can uh, 
help you, please do me a favor and, and go to cashmoneymentoring.com. We had people blowing me up on the uh, messages, direct messages on both social media platforms, asking me questions. It got overwhelming to me to where I felt bad. And this ain't a commercial. This is like genuine how this all came about is I hate ignoring people and I can't message 50 people the answers to their questions in business and still have a life and run a business and have a family. I, I, but I hate ignoring people. I feel like a snood, a, a snob. I don't come from all of this stuff. So I want to answer everybody. I want to tell them all the right answers and I want to love on them and I want to tell them how they should make it. I feel horrible. So we started cashmoneymentoring.com. Cash Money Mentoring, we're bringing it outside of our normal businesses in, in, in industry now. And if there's somebody you think we could help in leadership or in business or in any way, we're, we're going to be mentoring people on the side in a group setting a couple times a month. And it tells you more at, at uh, cashmoneymentoring.com if you, if you need some extra help. Either way, I genuinely just appreciate the time that you invested. And in, in, uh, thanks for letting me do what I love to do, trying to pour into people and... and uh, trying to find a way to serve other people with, with the things that I've learned. So thanks for the time that you invested. Thanks for joining us in another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day. Let's Count go. Count money, man. Money, Stack man. Riches. Riches. Trying to told, told him I'm a beast, bud.